Hey, what it do with the business is, it is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holler at your boy, Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on Instagram and Twitter. Absolutely, man. I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. Holler at your boy back another week. How you feeling out there? Feeling good, feeling great. Special shout out to my grandmother-in-law. She turned 85 this weekend. We had a surprise party nice. for over the weekend, man. It was dope. Shout out to her. That is dope. Happy bir- surprise birthday party. Yeah, for sure. I know nice. that's true. It get tricky when you're 85. Say, man, tricky. y'all got to be careful. It's not surprising 85-year-olds, bro. That's risky right there. It get tricky. Yeesh. But now nah, went- be careful, boy. <laughs> we had a good she- time, though. Was she excited? Did she like it? Was she yeah, nah, she like was it? super excited. Caught off guard, had no clue that she was going to happen. So it was super dope. Oh, that's fire. That's dope. That is really dope, man. <laughs> Speaking of dope, man, we got some brand new stuff to get into. Future got some uh, new promo, man, that definitely deserves a gander at. So we can <laughs> talk about that. Jay Prince came to the defense of Joe Rogan on IG and Roddy Rich deleted his IG and Twitter. We'll tell you why. But for and mm. we're going to review two chains and your Gotti album dual review for you on deck TV show style. You know the way we do it. But first, Pusha T dropped his brand new single Diet Coke Animal Brown produced by Yay 88 Keys on the track. I know you were here for it. What do you think? And of course, I was here for it. <laughs> I'm fucking Said with it. This Kanye is- West, didn't it? This is exactly what you would expect from a Pusha T record in 2022. Um, he did speak on, which I thought was interesting. He spoke on maybe switching up some of the subject matter or at least expanding some of it, not on this particular record, but in the interview. And I, I thought that was interesting because we talked about that. Like, how do you come out when you're Pusha T? Do you still do like you've been doing or do you switch it up? So clearly he listens to the show. What's up, mm-hmm. Pusha? We're fucking with the single. I'm fucking with the single at least. I'll see if you are. But this is right up. This is right up my alley. Um, the Con- Kanye was in the video and he, uh, you know, co-produced air quote. But you can tell the part he did, exactly. though. He just he just did the fat Joe part. You can t- you if you listen to enough Kanye, you can tell that was his idea. But it, I like it, though. It was fire. So I don't know how much longer we got. The yesterday's price is not today's price. I don't know how much life that mm. has left because they've been stretching the hell out of it. But mm. I fuck with the record, though. I can't believe you're trying to get that out of here already. They had got a good three months left. I don't know. The they've summer been, at least. They've been running the that summer. <clears throat> no, not at all. Yesterday's price ain't today's price is gonna be valid for the summer. One hundred percent. This Pusha T album, Diet Coke album, excuse me, Diet Coke track. It'll be valid to the summer as well. I was I, I was fucking with the Diet Coke. I liked it. Pusha T didn't go too far out of the box, but it still feels fresh. It still feels updated. I like the Fat Joe sample on the front. 88 Keys did his thing. I'm anxious to see what Pusha T does throughout an album. Uh, he responded to a tweet coming from one of the uh, bloggers or, or editors or writers out there saying that, unfortunately, they were looking for that dope, raw Pusha T. He said he's going to be expanding. He verified it on Twitter. Say, yeah, absolutely. I'm expanding my palette for this album, just like the guys over at On Deck TV said, On Deck TV show said. Exactly. I won't quote it, him directly is saying that. But like you said, clearly we were talking about it on that show. He's confirmed that on Twitter. So I'm excited to see what more this, this album has to offer, even outside of the Diet Coke track. 
do we get it before April? Now, when we start talking about release dates, that's when I get Luther <laughs> Curlish. I'm not really sure if or when we're ever going to see this album. I yep. said at the beginning of the year, push a T and, and, and Kendrick Lamar. They on the clock. Easy. Them niggas on the even clock. calling it. I'm not even waiting for the albums. They just got to drop. Yep. Like, we ain't no more. When is it coming out? You two guys are like up next on deck. No, when you, when you drop Run a video, it. when you drop a video though, mm-hmm. you have to believe it's around the corner. Like you have to in 2022, niggas not dropping videos and then dropping five months later, like five days later. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's how that's how the promo goes nowadays. So I, I I'm thinking it'll be here before April. I'm thinking it might be here this month. Here's a great question too: Why wouldn't it be? Like all the big dogs came out last year. It's clear. Coast is clear. Yeah. Uh, you, you ain't really got a Kendrick maybe doing something around Super Bowl, but possibly like the coast is pretty much clear. So you can really get off what you need to get off, say what you want to say without the fear of many of the big dogs coming and drowning out your release. Not to say that he was worried about that anyway, but why wouldn't he? Like he, itch, he should be itching to get out right now. Like you said, the coast is clear. And I'm sure the reason behind, because he's not on good music anymore. So there may have been some. Is- some contractual shit that held up the project to begin with. Yeah. Maybe single on good music though. Really? Yes. Cause I heard he's not on there no more. The single is definitely under good, whatever. What is it? Getting out of dreams. Yeah. Yeah. It absolutely is under that. Oh, okay. Well, the shit. We might not see no album then. He might have just put this out as a loser. <laughs> I'm super. I'm I take my I take back my we might get it this month. We ain't finna see this mm. shit. That's nuts. Yep. Getting out our dreams incorporated slash Dev Jam Records. Interesting. Okay. I thought he was off and maybe they renegotiated, man, and goddamn it signed a new new. Who knows? Right. Um, ain't no telling, man. Someone else that's prepping for a rollout, man. It, it might be rollout time of the year right now. So maybe he might have something to worry about because future is also getting ready to roll out a new single. Uh, his track is called Worst Day. He's got a very interesting guest appearance in his promo. None other than Kevin Samuels. Mm. Yes, your mans. Let me ask you, is this promo with Kevin Samuels, this random promo with Kevin Samuels, brilliant or a miss on Future's part? The marketing team stepping up their game. We've seen it with Yo Gotti. Now we looking at it with Future, like the perfect companion for Future and, and male masculinity and toxicity and whatever you want to call it is Kevin Samuels. So to know to be tapped in enough, like I'm going to hit him up and we're going to sit here and do the therapy style. Like people are going to be gassed to see that at the very least is going to be outrage marketing and people that don't want to see it going to tell, Oh girl, you didn't see such and such together. You know, that's going to be toxic and people who are swearing they don't want to see it are going to tune in just because they're outraged. This is brilliant. This is why Future is considered a GOAT in some circles because of the type of stuff like this that he does. He's always ahead of the curb, right there with the curb, creating the curb, whatever you want to say about him. Future is that guy when it comes to stuff like this. I love it. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. This is pitch perfect. And Kevin Samuels was hype. And he probably was. He was he, hype. He, 
He he, act he like he went high, but he was high. <laughs> he getting out more though. Like he was on the live with Nikki, and you know what I'm saying. Like he, he was expanded. nervous on the Nikki lives. Now, now listen, now listen. But anybody would be though. I ain't gonna sit here and like if we had Nikki on here, I would might be slick, be nervous for a little second. But he was he, nervous the whole time. He was nervous on that Nikki. His energy was, was completely different than usual when he was on there with Nikki. Though he didn't really want no smoke. But with this, yeah, this is a plus marketing, bro. Like like you said, PR teams working overtime. Um, and this is just another example of it. This is being self-aware. Like Future knows what the what you know what the thought process is behind his branding, and you lean into that shit, dude. Like fuck it, I'm a monster. Whatever the case it may be, lean into it. Toxic masculinity, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I ain't wanna all of that. Exactly, you name dropping Steve Harvey about his daughter and all of it. Like lean into it. Like that's why people they let him have it because he's not acting one way and then doing that. And then you know what I'm saying? Like he's not contradicting himself. He's just he's just owning it. Which at the end of the day, whether you agree with it or not, you at least respect the fact that he owned it. So own it. This is perfect. I'm interested to see the video now. I wasn't interested before, but now I'm gonna check it out because I want to see how they play this dude. And I, was- I think you can thank Drake for the skit. In, influenced mm. videos for future doing that because he wasn't doing that before he linked with Drake. Please believe that. Congratulations on bending over backwards to give Drake credit on this podcast. Absolutely. But what I do agree with you in is <laughs> I wouldn't, there's no way that I would have clicked on this video without someone telling me prior to, hey man, future got a new single out. You ought to see the video is dope. If there hadn't been the Kevin Samuels rollout. I was the target audience for this and it worked. Like you said, I'm going to look at this video when it comes out because of this clip. That's like, that's interesting to me. They nailed it. Mm-hmm. I agree with that 100%. And I wouldn't have before. Two thumbs up on the rollout. Can't even lie. Can't even lie. Uh-huh. All right. Moving on before we get to the album review of the Yo Gotti and the 2 Chains latest releases, Dope Don't Sell Itself. And what was the name of that Yo Gotti? Uh, CM10. Just joking. CM10, yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't, don't sell itself in that CM10. But first, on Instagram, or if you've been anywhere in the world lately, you've seen my guy Joe Rogan podcast extraordinaire taking heat out here in these streets. Had a clip of him saying nigga several times. With the hard uh, R, though. Hard R. Hard ER. Yeah. And Jay Prince, who's been a guest on Joe Rogan's podcast, came to his defense and said, Joe Rogan, his brother, is not a racist. Animal Brown, my question to you, is it dope for Jay Prince to step in and do this? Or should he have stayed out of this? <laughs> I, with all due respect to Jay Prince, who I fuck with heavily. Yes. But sit this one out, bro. Like, this ain't no mm. rap shit. This ain't no hip hop shit. Let Joe Rogan sink, dude. He's on an island all by himself. <laughs> him and the ghost of Rush Limbaugh, and I don't know whoever else to fuck fuck with him. And you, him, <laughs> Rush Limbaugh, and you are on an island by themselves, dude. Why does Jay Prince need to throw out the life raft, dude, to save Joe Rogan? He'll be fine. Let him hold his nuts on his own. He will be a okay. He doesn't need any more cosigns from anyone. Although. He may truly believe that, though. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know this nigga, dog, bro. I don't know Joe Rogan. I don't know Jay mm-hmm. Prince. But I'm saying he may truly believe that. But still, bro, unless y'all unless y'all go back to, like, the fifth grade, man, he, he got it. He'll be all right. <laughs> Joe yeah. Rogan, 
He'll be a-okay, man. Sit this one out, bro. Hey, man. Listen, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast. If people know that listen to that. I got hit up a couple of times about this. And um, I could see where Jay Prince would come and, and want to have a favor owed by someone like Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan, powerful person. Mm-hmm. 11 million people tune in every podcast or prior to this, this clip coming out. There were 11 million people per episode. That's bigger than any news outlet that comes out. Mm-hmm. And they helped Jay Prince sell some books. But I agree with you here, man. Even though Joe Rogan is my guy, I'm not the dude that's going to stand up and say he's not racist when it's a clip of him out here saying nigga, like yeah. back to back to back to back on repeat, like in the club and whenever year it came out. Yeah. I'm not going to be the dude to stand up and say, well, hey, he's not racist. Hey, listen to me, like, guys. Joe Rogan, like... a big dog. He can do that himself. Yeah. So I don't think that Jay Prince should cheapen his word in speaking out and trying to save Joe Rogan and, and trying to tell our people, like you said, you don't know Joe Rogan. It's a lot of people in our community that don't listen to Joe Rogan. So when they see someone like Jay Prince, who uses his words very wisely and where he stepped in at, when you start saying, well, hey, man, Joe Rogan ain't racist. Then they look up what's going on and they see this clip and they be like, you sure this dude right here not racist? Yeah. And like Jay Prince shouldn't be the one to be up, in my opinion, from our culture, the one defending it. Opinion of people, he got friends like David Chappelle. I think Kevin yeah. Hart is a friend of his. Um, All Ash guests Mary. of his show. Yeah, like those those guys are friends of his. They go back and they talk about their comedy to us. So those would be people that I expect to come out right. and say, hey, man, you may got this dude messed up. But Jay Prince, let's keep it over here in our community, bro. Let them figure that out. I promise you. Joe Rogan got it. I promise you he does. We don't need you to roll out for this. Stay yeah. on Jay Prince Island with Kanye and do the thing in Belize, but let's not, we ain't got to run for Joe Rogan and say, hey, you're not racist on IG. We don't need it. Nah, it, it, it just seems forced. And I, and I, the, the knock well, he's on- trying to, In my bed before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does seem forced, but I, he's trying to play the favorite card because he knows what it's like to have friends in high places. If you've sure. read his book, you'd seen what he got out from the feds coming to fuck him yeah. up from being having a friend in a high place who was a state senator oh, and was yeah. able to call off some investigations coming from the FBI. So Joe Rogan is a friend to have in a high place. I just don't know if that's the card you want to play. No, I definitely understand. It just seems it seems random. It seems forced and it plays to what the critique is to Jay Prince for a lot of people that he steps into things that he's not necessarily um asked to step into you know mm-hmm. what i mean they kind of puts his head in business that's really not his that's what the, a lot of people say about him but so it just kind of leans toward that but I just sit this one out though respectfully though i don't want no smoke yeah you say i don't know about the other one not being his business i think everything he put his hand in it has been his business up until this now they said that even time. about the pusha t and drake shit though they were like that drake oh, you just, they said he was trying to sell a book Drake is his business, though. Yeah, but they were trying to, Drake. they saying he just trying to sell a book, dude. Like, what are you doing? But Drake's still his business, though. Like, that's, that's, it's always. People just may not know that. Yeah. It's always good for him to drink good money. Like, at some point. That's true. That's his so, investment. I'm a Jay Prince investment. Facts. So even if it, if it look 2% or whatever it is, if, if 2% of what Jay say one time, 2% of a billion is that. Goddamn, that's a lot of goddamn money, my nigga. So that's true. I want to make sure he keep making a billion. So even in my little 2% or whatever is a lot. That's true. But, uh, moving on. Yeah, Wait. man, before we get to these album reviews, the rare double up album review, um, Roddy Rich, your man, shortly after dropping his uh, album, what, two months ago? Um, Live Life mm-hmm. Fast. He released a snippet on social media for a new record 
that is uh, probably going to be on a mixtape that he's working on, uh, Feed the Streets uh, 3, 4, one of the two. Um, and people were letting him know that the record was submitted. Uh, somebody <laughs> quoted and said, we are witnessing the chance, the rapperfication of Roddy Rich." <laughs> and then somebody else said, it ain't even that bad, but I know Roddy can do way better. Roddy took to Instagram and said, guess I'm a flop now. Shit is crazy. 100 and then deleted both of his social medias. He got out of there. Um, my question, did he overreact or was it smart to take a step back from the uh, Twitter criticisms? He overreacted, man. This is a, this is the generation that we are not a part of when it grew up on social media and I guess looking for instant gratification or praise. So you put your best life and your best foot forward on all your social sites and your IG stuff. And he probably worked on this song for a while and he thought he had him something. Thought he had him one, man. And then he went and didn't get the praise that he thought he should have gotten. So he dipped and got out of there. That is crazy to me. <laughs> Growing up how like we grew up and just being from a different generation, if you're going to put it out there, like stand and take the joke, joke back. That's true. Like, show that you got some sort of backbone. And I understand he's only 23 years old. They grew up in this. Instagram is a lot more important to his generation than it is to us. So when things happen, like I just started watching Euphoria and those type of shows, like those, those like kid shows or whatever it may call, they give you a good idea of how much of an impact those things play into the lives of people about his age. So I guess I get it. I guess in, in, for his mental health, per se, he's big on that. That was part of the thing on Clubhouse that he would want to get in that space, especially if he's working on new music. I understand it, but don't put it out there. Just wait, man. Like, let it give it to your close circle of friends where you ain't even got to go through that. Continue living your best life on Instagram instead of testing music from it. Yeah, um, but I get it. I get it from his generation. Yeah, I mean, he, he did overreact. However, he has been taking heat since the album came out because everybody, all anybody is saying is it's cool, but it ain't what that last one was. He it ain't that it. box. You know what I'm saying? So, oh. so that, that please excuse me for being antisocial. They like, nigga, it ain't that. Like, you, that shit was fire. This shit mid. So he's been hearing a lot of that. And then you put out a new record because you got your mixtape brewing. And then you get hit more and more and more. It can't take a toll. And I understand it. And I wish he would have took the high road and been like, okay, yeah, okay, song mid. Let me get back in the studio and, and, and double down and deliver something that my fans can fuck with. Not just now I'm overrated. Now I'm some slaw. I'm out. Okay. Oh, now I can't rap. Yeah, that just, you, you took your ball and went home, bro. Like that's, that's kind of some slaw. But, don't be on social like like I get it, bro. Just be Kendrick Lamar with the with the socials, bro. Like don't be on the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't necessarily have to be it's on there like that, bro. Delete important. Wait, he when obviously not he deleted it. That's what I'm saying. Like disable your comments, bro, and just post pictures of what you want people to see, and delete your Twitter. Get off to, or let somebody let the intern run the Twitter, bro. You ain't got to see that shit. That, that's how you protect your mental space. Like he say, he's making, you, he's like making you that mad where you got to delete it and use you, you in this thing where I guess I flop and all of that. If it you don't you need to be on it to begin with. Then, something, bro. something need to change. You're, but like, if, if it's just where you go to get your shit off, then get your shit off and, and get out of there. But like throwing a temper tantrum, that will always be wild to me. Like that's, that's, that's nuts. Cause you got to take the feedback, bro. The feedback yeah, is important. You put it out there. Why yes. wouldn't you put it? Why what are you putting it out there for if not to get criticism? 
or just to get feedback. And, but you got to know, know that criticism come with like it, though. Shit. Know that everybody not gonna like it either. It ain't you ain't got. I like I said that on. I've said this on here before. Ain't you ain't got another box coming, bro. I promise you that. Mm. That's what he waiting on. He can fucking forget it. Like if and I know. I, his I, fans would, no, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. And he ain't got another box coming, bro. He's talented, bro. He he, he can harmonize cool. as long as long That's as you cool. can harmonize. You can make another hit single, bro. He ain't making that. He might the make another hit single, though. but he ain't never gonna do that again. You can quote me on that, my nigga. That especially, if he, especially if he is the deleting his IG behind and, and putting mid songs out on Instagram that he thought was gonna hit because if he didn't think it was gonna hit, he wouldn't be deleting this shit. Yeah, so he obviously thought that this was the one of them ones and it wasn't, and that really pissed him off. And he got out of there. I feel him though, I'm not mad at him. Like, like it's one thing if you're like, Yo, I'm gonna take a sabbatical off this shit, bro. I need to clear my head because it could be a lot, bro. I'm not even famous, nigga, and it could be a lot. Yeah. So I can understand his his mentions and DMs and all the goofy shit that come across his radar on a daily basis. I I can understand that, but just don't say, "Oh, I guess I'm so I'm whack now." Oh, I guess I'm like, don't say that though. But the chance I the ratification rap. is hilarious though. That's fucking fun. People on the line are fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> Jeez, please. That's what be hurting because that should be funny. Be funny. That's, what, that's laugh, why I hurt. <laughs> like, where did these niggas get this shit from? Oh yeah. shit! I right, dual album, double album. It's been a long time since we've done this, though. It has. Yeah. Uh, the year is heating up. People starting to drop. South we got, got something to say, man. When big South albums come out, we got to do our due justice. Since you won't get it from another podcast, the yep. On Deck TV show will give it to you. Two big dogs, Southern artists came out, so we had to address it. That's a fact, man. Two Chains, Dope Don't Sell Itself, and Yo Gotti CM10, which is a double album. Don't see that too often either. Nice. Which one? Uh, let's do Two Chains for just because it's the it's a single album. <laughs> I feel like that makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that's your man's. What was you? Uh, what were your expectations going into it? I know you was a little scared. He said this was the last trap album. I was a little scared going into it because the singles did not just catch me that way. Um, I was expecting something different from Two Chains. I'm still waiting on the soulful, the, the that Two Chains, the Kanye esque. It's on album, the way. The blueprint type shit. That's what I was waiting on still. Mm-hmm. But I knew this album wouldn't be that. Um, and going into it, I was expecting at least something similar to what Pretty Girls got, like trap music, something in that vein. If he was yeah. gonna stop making the trap stuff, I felt like he would go out with a bang and, and try his best to to catch him one per se mm-hmm. and really give you two chains. That's what I was expecting. Well, what did yep. you expect going into it? Man, I'm gonna be real. I don't go into two chains projects having that much of an expectation. Like I, I'm a fair weather two chains fan, meaning mm-hmm. I like him. He, he's not on my top, you know what I'm saying? Favorites, but he's also not like in the bottom. He's somewhere in the middle. Mm. And so, you know, I like the last project uh, was So Help Me God. I think I think that was the last one. Uh, right. The rapper go to the league. Um, mm-hmm. Those those were cool projects. You know what I'm saying? I really did like pretty girls. Like trap music is banging to me though. Yes. Like I, I, to me, that's his best project. I know you like the first joint, but I like the the trap music. That shit was hard. Um, I think those days are behind him in terms of song making. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms of putting a full body of work together. So my expectations were somewhere in the middle. When I listened to it, my my first thought though, because I listened to some, on some headphones first. I went straight through. I didn't run nothing back. I was like, okay, this really ain't. Like, I really thought it was, it was low-key. I thought it was some slaw when I first listened to it. Like, mm. it didn't do nothing. It didn't move me on the first listen. 
once I gave it the car test, some things started to stand out a little more. And then I ran it back on the headphones. And I was like, okay, it's, it's some things on here that I like. So I'm not going to just dog it like that. But when I first listened, though, I wasn't really feeling it. I'm going to keep it a stizak. What did you think when you first heard it, though? Initial thoughts, I was like you. Because yeah. I had, like, you have in your mind what you think, like, a 2 Chains album is going to sound like. Because you've heard good ones. And we remember what the good 2 Chains albums sound like. And they would have, like, some of the slow soulful stuff. They had the big beats like on No Lie and, and I love the strippers or whatnot. But it you just, you have it in your head what you think a Two Chains album gonna sound like. And this didn't sound like. So I like you had my headphones in and I went through it. I was like, dude, what is this? It was me. And uh, my homeboy Scoops hit me up and he was like, yo boy, bullshit, ain't he? He yeah. said, I done heard two bad reviews about the Two Chains. He asked me and I heard and I said, yeah, I just skimmed through it. and. I ain't impressed. My boy but, hit me too. My boy yeah. hit me said this two things ain't nothing. Early Friday, he like yeah. two ain't slick ain't nothing. <laughs> got the same text two times over on Friday. I was like, damn, two chain really bullshit. <laughs> but again, that was after I did like you said. I sit with him. I was like, it can't be. I gotta go back. Exactly. I took a time off. I listened to that Yo Gotti, right. and as I listened to it, I got out of my head what I was expecting to hear and listen to what he was doing. Yeah, you go. And I do like more so every time that I listened to it, what he was doing, because it's two chains. It's still him. It's just, it's grown up some. And I'm watching the Wu-Tang series on Hulu and what it made me think of how we used to listen to like Ray Kwan and Ghostface and they would have this terminology and slang when I was younger that was so New York. And I'd be like, dude, what the fuck are they talking about? Right. But now that I'm older and I'm listening to two chains and he's from the South, it's the same thing just from a Southern point of view on this album, my point. Like he using terminology and slang that you gotta be from Clayton County, South Atlanta, Georgia to understand, or at least been through some, some of the shit that he been through where he throwing the words together. So I get it. He using terminology and slang. Like he really doubled down on just, I'm gonna be two chains. And let y'all know to the title that dope don't sell itself on this. So as I listened to it that way and just, took all my expectations off i liked it it grew on me a lot yeah it grew on me too um and, and like i, I still i still haven't gotten i'm not at the i like it a lot stage mm -hmm. but it did grow on me um i i did some of the joints that really stood out if i had to just pick three i really like that kingpin ghostwriter though that yeah, shit hard with and baby. they all got a bop to it like you can all on your Agreed. head like, yeah, it's a cooler like that that like got a little like bounce a to it. That's true. Yeah. That shit is hard. Um, I also like Lost Kings. I did like that with, with mm. Dirk. I thought that was a I, I, I like that Dirk is involved in these records where there's a little bit of introspection. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what is it? How, how can we be king when they're killing off all the kings? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I like that he's on records like that because he's on something similar on that Donda, where he's on that, he's not just Nigga, we pull up in a track hog with the sticks and that like right, he do right. that too, but at least it shows some type of balance and growth as an artist and a person. So I'm glad he's doing that. And then lastly, I like that Vlad TV. That shit hard. Like mm. those three go in, bro. Like I, I fucked with those three. So it, those were my standouts that I really grew to like. And there's a couple more I rock with too. Those are just three that jump out to me off the top. Uh, the ones that jump out to me, and those are good three. I like to the Kingpin Ghostwriter, baby ripped it. He's on a streak. He don't miss. Just call him Steph Curry from the booth. He pulling up from anywhere. <laughs> um, also at Free BG, 
I like that's that hard. BG, man. That's like, hard. I like him paying homage to BG, the video, they paying homage to him. Like, oh, they got a video? It's a video to it. Yeah, absolutely. Know, they sure. paying homage to Cash Money. You got to check that out. That's but hard. again, that's two chains. That's like a two chains version of this shit. This the shit that raised me, the big timers and that's BG his era, bro. Boys. That's his era. And to hear that on the track, it really embodies what he was trying to do on this album. I like that. I also like that Caymans with Sway Lee. Oh, it's a no. cool vibe. I no. like it, man. It's no. a vibe. No. It don't throw off the album. I like the song a lot. Again, I think it fits all together. He put this together conducive. Like, it, it's put together well. Mm. Uh, as far as you get in, you get out. It's 32 minutes, 12 songs. It don't never really That's stop true. giving you that bop and that beat. I feel like that you can play this if you're going rolling, you're on a road trip, you're going on vacation, you're renting a car and you're rolling from one spot to the next. Like, he'll keep you with that energy, with that vibe on this album. It never really stops from the front to the end. Even it's a dope little skit coming in talking about the studio that he used to have. Yeah. And it ends with like, just boom, and we done, we out of here. I like yeah, it. I, I like he. he I, I watched his Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and he talked about the soulful album that he was trying to do, and he said that's coming because they asked him about being this being the last trap album. What does that really mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? And he's saying that he's going to drop the album with Static Selector. That's going to be more soulful sample type shit, and mm-hmm. less eight oh eight and all that. Kind of like how Delane that Freddie Gibbs found with Alchemist and Static Selector right, right. and stuff like that, like that. That Alfredo lane, that's what he's about to try his hand at. Currencies in that lane, too. I mean, there's several people in the lane, but he's about to try his hand at that. So I'm like, oh, okay. Because he was like, nigga, I can rap rap. So I'm like, that's interesting. I-, I hope he can still keep his personality in that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want him to lose that. Because you're going to lose the bop. There's not going to be a Kingpin Ghostwriter on, on, a, on that type of album. You know I'm saying? That's going to be gone. There's not going to be no no lie on there. So I'm I'm interested to see how he transitions. Um, but it, when I say he's going to have an album with all static selector, kind of like how Freddie Gibbs got Alfredo, what does that mean to you? Are you intrigued by that? Or are you like, ah, oh, man? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm intrigued by that because I agree with two chains. I think he can rap rap. Um, yeah. And he, sometimes he does have to show too much personality in order to show that he can rap rap. Like sometimes it overshadows him rapping rapping. And I think that he tried his hand at that on this album. As far as rapping, rapping, but still keeping it flashy and still giving you the two chains that you know. But as always, he's always said it's important to him that people know that he's a lyricist. That's a fact. And I that's what makes me excited about that announcement. And I almost have to downplay it to myself so that'll never come out just so I don't have high expectations and be sitting around waiting on this because I feel like it'll be banging. And I feel like that'll be a dope lane that he can. That's one of those things where. He's always been ahead of the curve. He's always done great marketing for himself. We saw the switch from Titty Boy to 2 Chains, leaving the player circle group after Duffel Bag Boy. That will be another one of those things where if the pivot is good and he can just, like I can see him effortlessly getting in that lane, being a rapping-ass nigga on some of those static selective beats. We talking about five, six more years. And that's yeah, that's 40. True. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, we talking about him going in because that ain't going to take a lot for him to do. He nah. got that in him. It's just, is it, is it going to be receptive? That's a good point. Yeah, I'm interested to hear that too, man. But um, uh, uh, there's a couple of joints on here I didn't think worked for me. Mm. Um, uh, I, did, I didn't like the attempts at him connecting with the youth. Like, I, the Sway Lee joint didn't, didn't move me. The NBA young that. boy, that didn't move me either. 
And a 42 Doug joint didn't move me like that. Like I, like, I get what he was saying. He was trying to bridge the gap, which I understand is and stay quote unquote relevant with their with their crowd. But it didn't work, bro. Like the the NBA young boy, it only sound like he would rap on that beat, bro. Like it just I ain't like that. That didn't that didn't work to me. And and I and bro, I heard one of these songs. I thought about you immediately. I could I would have paid money to hear your face when that Laffy Taffy sample came on on Neighbors Know My Name. Don't. Don't. <laughs> I know you was disgusted. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Hey, it's not terrible, high, but it's just the thought of it, though. You know how high he was to be thinking. Like, he had to be, like, so high off some weed from somewhere. Like, who knows where to, he got it from to get that high. Just be like, man, I'm going to rip that. Man, like, so nobody on. around him could tell him, because I'm sure several people told him, I don't think that's a good idea, bro. Yeah, leave that and one off, like, bro. I'm Record it, but just don't just take, just don't don't put it on the project, <laughs> it's bro. It's like, I'm two chains, nigga. I'm going to record over this Laffy Taffy. But yeah, that was one of the ones that immediately didn't work for me um, <laughs> in the beginning, but it did grow on me a little bit, though. It's once not terrible. Over, yeah, once you get over it being Laffy Taffy, then you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, it ain't actually that bad, but it yeah, ain't that's great. true. It ain't great. Uh, me, the young boy, I didn't like the young boy feature. The Tim Bracers didn't do anything for me. No, nah. uh, could have definitely left that off of there. And I ain't like the little Dirk song, bro. Like, I think what I appreciate little Dirk being introspective. I get it, I understand what you're saying now, but I feel like this one was forced. Mm. I do feel like that he is in that bag right now, and it's made me want to hear his album. More. Gotcha. I've never wanted to check out a little dark album. Not no knock to him. It's just I'm not his target audience. I understand that. So I ain't gonna go to a little dark album and be like, now it's some slaw when I know it's not for me. Yeah. But on the features that I've heard him lately, like you said, the introspective, uh, the thing that he was doing with baby, like it's made me want to hear him a lot more. So I just feel like that this one was forced though. Like I feel like the chains was sitting there and he was saying, Well, I need some introspective. Dirk been doing it lately. Let me go get him. Yeah. As opposed to it being more natural. So I didn't edit one didn't really work for me either. I like that. That's on money bag, yo. Some small. And people ain't using money bag, yo, right, man. Cause that That's feature just... on, and we'll get to it later. Like that feature on yo God he ain't no good. And yo, and money bag yo is like, I thought he could rap. I think he can rap. I thought he's yeah. a good artist. Yeah, that, that that song is trash. Some we just we just had a pop it, pop it. Somebody did that last year or a year before yeah. bankroll uh Freddie and Megan the style. It, it sounds generic as fuck, too. I was like, bro, what is this? Y'all can think of no I'm phrase a, I, but pop it? I'm, like, bro. I'm slick disrespected if I'm money bag. Yo, 2 chains called me to get on this. Like, Man, bro, I can, like, I can bro, rap, too, on. my niggas. What I would have told him, like, bro, just let's just so you know, when I send this back, I can rap, too, bro. Man, you ain't gotta what? call me for the, the 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 juvenile back to the ass up shit. Man, yeah, call me for the static. Call me for the next album, bro. The, <laughs> yeah, the, man, the Alchemist joint, too, my nigga. Like, don't be calling me for this shit, cause like Money Bag, yo, got some bars. Yeah, I feel like yo shit. got it and and Two Chains called him for the like, pop pop that pussy, like yeah, nigga, like bro, get shit out of here, bro. I'm sending this back to y'all, nigga. Get out of here. I act like I didn't get that email, nigga. I'd be like, hey, I, I ain't, ain't you sent me something. Damn, bro. You ain't got nothing else, bro. You can't, I can't get on that palm trees in Memphis. Man, God bro. Damn. What's but yeah, before we get to that Gotti, what's your uh what are you giving this two chains, man, out of five reels? Um, I wasn't as mad with this two chains as I was when I first started it. And after listening back to it again, it was actually something that I've Save a couple songs and saying when I go on vacation, I'm gonna want to hear it. I gave it three reels. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I ain't it? mad at that. Um, I'm gonna go right underneath that. I'm gonna say two and a half. I'm gonna say good worth streaming. Um, 
Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say good worth streaming. No, excuse me, that's three reels. I'm sorry. I'm gonna keep it right mm-hmm. at three. Three is good worth streaming. I'm here mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, um, it's it's good. worth checking out. It's a couple of joints. It grew on me. I had again that first listen though, bro. I, like I was like I was super yeah. unimpressed. One of those you gonna get on the first one. That, yeah, it's not gonna hit anybody that listened one time and then and then deleted it off. They sh- run, just run it back. Run it back. Give it another chance. Yeah, just run it one more time. Oh, um, like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just just trust us on that. Let's get to this Yo Gotti, man. A double album, concept yeah. album on the low. It's called CM10 Free Game. You got side A and you have side B. Side, I want to say side A is like the trap shit and side B is kind of more like the grown shit. I don't know. I think that's how it go. Well, but anyway. What's the names of it? Ain't it like? It just say side A, side B. Oh, I thought it was like one was the free side and one was the game side. Oh, maybe so. Maybe so. I don't, I don't fucking know. Like it. I don't know. Um, it's all hard. It's hard to do on digital when it's a double disc, dude. This would have hit a lot back better. Back in my day, back in my day, when yeah, CDs, we was in Best Buy. This would have hit a whole lot better. Too. Kidding? Different color CDs Man. and shit, nigga. <laughs> one of would have been black. One of would have been white. Uh, scrolling through forty songs now. Man, but get out of here, bro. We got this new guy, double disc. What was your expectations going to this? I know we touched on it a little bit uh, with the promo and the rollout, but musically, what were you expecting? Musically, I think Yo, Yo Gotti has been one of the most consistent guys in his class. And in his class, I've been talking about T.I.G., Gucci Man, uh, 2 Chains. Uh, Yo Gotti is Rick Ross. He's right up there with those guys in consistency, but he's kind of overlooked sometimes. And with that being said, before I knew it was a double CD, I knew that you were going to get at least 12, 13 songs of good, consistent. Yo Gotti been doing this 25, 30 years. Because even with the last couple albums, that's what it's been. Like, he's got a formula that he sticks to. He go in there, he knock it out. This is like a production line for him. I ain't going to stray outside the box. I know this works. I know the return I'm going to get on this. So that's exactly what I expected more of the same, which is not a bad thing in Yo Gotti's case. It's been working for him for years. Yeah, I was expecting again every once in a Gotti will have a couple on this project. Mm-hmm. Like I, he stays with a he couple. Still catch him one. Yep. Yeah, he's that artist. You know what I mean? Like I, I wouldn't necessarily sit here and be able to point out one of these last four or five that just stood out just crazy to me. But I've been messing with Gotti for a long time, so I, I respect what he got going on. And I always check out his project. You know what I'm saying? And it's always it's never like oh, nigga, that shit garbage. But it's also never like, damn, a nigga just dropped a classic. So it's kind mm-hmm. of always you, what you see is what you get. He doesn't take too many risks, but he always has a couple. And so I was expecting he's probably going to have a couple. I didn't know it was a double disc, though, until I hit play, though. I was like, I said, side B, what the fuck? I was like, oh, OK. So I didn't know any of that shit. Right. And I'm actually glad I didn't know that, because when I listen, I listen to side B for whatever the, the one he's in front of the roles. I listen to that first. What do you, what, what, wait, what streaming service do you have where it's split up on Spotify? It just got on Spotify. It just got him in front of the rows with the suit on. Now there's two on, on, on Apple. There's side a, and he's in front of the, the Jeep with the yeah. ice on. And then there's side B where he's, he's in front of the roll. So it's two on wasn't it? Yeah. This is, I'm just seeing one, but it's That's weird nice. because the, the one in front of the rows has all of the, has both CDs. Uh, now I see. Okay, Spotify does have one, but it's like the dual one. Exactly. So both of them. Yeah. On you want on each side. So yeah, he got the he got the other cover where he in front of the the track. First of all, I don't know if Jeep is paying niggas to 
name drop track hawk, but I've heard that a thousand times in the last year, dude. And they Not have to Jesus. be paying niggas, bro. They, they hard. Have you seen them? Are they paying niggas to say this though, dude? Because they giving nah, the free. You know, like, you're talking about free they, game. It's free promotion, dude. <laughs> if the car hard and these hundred thousand dollar car, like they them track cars can go for like a hundred. Yeah, they they ninety. First of all, paying ninety for a Jeep is nuts. Yeah, they, they hard though. They damn near like it ain't got the name of like a Range Rover or nothing, but that's the class that it. That's the, that's its comparison. Mm. That is this comp vehicle. Like you okay. go do look at the shit, the, the specs and shit on that motherfucker. It's hard. Niggas, niggas, niggas is giving away the freest promo of all time, dude. They have to be you getting know, a once one nigga say that in a rap and it's a hundred thousand, and you see it on the video, everybody this is like the same thing with them Hellcats. Same That's thing happened with the Hellcats. It's monkey see, monkey do for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I but I initially when I'm listening to this, I listen to the the grown up side, air quote, first. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, after I got to like number four or five, I'm like, well, first of all, the intro. The thinking hours when he addressed the Dolph shit, I thought he addressed it flawlessly. Is that like, why I woke up my host did he crying? I, I thought he killed that. I thought, I thought that was the only way he could address that. I thought he did it perfectly, like literally word for word. That is how you address this situation, dude. You don't do no interview about the shit. Cause he did an interview with the nigga from Complex and they didn't talk about the Dolph shit. Not to, mm. not to my knowledge. And so you, this is how you do it. You, you, you talk about it just like this. I thought that was flawless. And after I got to like six or seven, the just left the Hamptons and the palm trees and I'm like, I'm like, hey man, like this got to be a problem, nigga. I'm just like, like it's got the samples and the sped up souls. So I'm like, nigga, this shit is stupid. So by the time I got to the end, I'm like, nigga, I ain't skip a song on that first on that side B, nigga. I ain't touched the goddamn dial, nigga. And then I got the side, the other side, which was more of the trap shit, which was cool too. And I was like, oh, okay, I see what he's doing. And that's when I kind of got it and ran the other side back. But initially, I was I was impressed. I was like, yo, this shit banging, bro. Like straight up. You say when you say see what he's doing, what do you mean? In terms of the duel, like the concept album. So like one side is the is the trap club type shit. And then the other side is the grown man bossed up. Like he got songs called Crypto, just left Mm -hmm. the Hampton, strapped in Calabasas. You know what I'm saying? Like he's on more grown man boss shit on one disc on the rolls and then he's on the trap shit with the with the track hawk and shit but and niggas have tried this dude we know nelly with sweatsuit and fucking uh ti versus ti that sweatsuit is mid stop and uh somebody cassidy split personality you yeah. know niggas have tried this before to uh varying degrees of success True. <laughs> but this was impressive dude i was i was actually very impressed by this album and how he pulled that off what did you think though when you checked it out I like you did not know it was a double album uh, when I first started listening to it. Um, I just let it play. And the first one was I heard was the, the Dolph song, too. So I, I played it two different ways. Like at one point, like I said, it, I hit it on and it start from side B. And at the other point, it start from side A. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's just neither here nor there. But I was like, you on that first side. Um, when I hit it and it started from that side, I was like, damn, it's God, it was in his bag on here. Yeah. But listening to it straight through. It, with the uh, club side, it kind of got preachy. And what I mean by it is like, there's a subject matter that he stuck to its themes, like you said, throughout the album. For sure. And if you cut it off on that first album, then you walk away, like you said, this guy is a problem. But if you running them together, like a double CD in a digital age, it's kind of like he hammering the point home too much of 
hey, you should be doing this. Hey, you should be doing that. And that's cool. Like, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but it's just too long. And mm -hmm. if it's too long, it just starts to get preachy because there's not a lot of different subject matter, in my opinion. But I think the album was good. He's done a great job. I didn't think it needed to be a double CD. I think that at this point in time in Yo Gotti's career, I don't need the street side, bro. I know, like, you certified already. Like, I don't need you to, to, to reiterate any of that. And I get it's like what you said with 2 Chainz kind of trying to stay there with the youth. But I got 42 Doug, and I got all the rest of my roster of artists for the youth. I really don't need them. I don't need mm. them for the numbers. I don't need them for nothing. The promo should have captured them enough, and I can throw that on the other side. But my only complaint, like I said, running through it straightways, is, is just too long. And the reason that it was too long, I didn't agree with. And that was him trying to still gravitate to the streets when your guy is a boss. Like, you can just give me all that bullshit on side one, walk up out the booth, sell 15,000 first week, and you even stronger in my mind just based off the message that came off those 12, 13 songs. Yeah. But I don't know if he was looking for that. Man, it, this is his 10th album. He's probably one of the most consistent rappers in the game. Like I, like I say this, and I was talking to my homie today, and then he was like, hey, bro, if I, if I rapped and I modeled my career after somebody, I would, excluding Jay, let's, let's exclude the obvious motherfuckers. Right, right. Hey, like I low-key would want my career to go like, yo, God, he's just gone, bro. Like his rap Carfax is pretty solid, dude. Like mm. he got hits. He's been relevant for a very long time. Like, how long yo got to be getting at least 40 a show, bro? Since 06? You know what I'm saying? Like, he, a four, he's, been, he's, been, he's been successful for a very long time. He has one of the more successful rap labels in terms of producing other stars and talent that we've probably seen probably more than a Grand Hustle or more than a CTE, even more than a DTP. Like, like he, he's got his executive hat on. This nigga, he done linked up with big dogs like Hove and shit. Like, like, dude, rap career, he ain't really had to do no goofy shit. You ain't seen Gotti like dancing in no video, trying to do yeah, TikTok no dance. suits on. Yeah, you ain't seen him with no goofy ass leprechaun suit on, but like Gotti's. And he all his beef's been legit. It ain't been no like crazy beef. The day he ain't been robbed on camera, beat up and shit. <laughs> like, bro, like, like he, like he's had a really respectable rap career, dude. No jail stints. No, yeah, no, no hiccups like that. Like he ain't caught up in no gossip sites and shit, bro. Like he, he's he's low key. Right. He's been successful. He he talks about part ownership of the soccer team. I already know what people are gonna say. He probably owns five percent. <laughs> nigga, who gives a shit, nigga? Like percent of a billion is a lot of money. Like exactly. Jay said, to quote him come again. On. Come on now. And plus coming from like, we remember Yo Gotti with the Nike headband on, bro. Like nigga, we go from that. I sell my dope, don't trust no bitch. Like hey. nigga, like we from, we're from Nashville. So right. we remember Yo Gotti, like you said, going back. I remember when we first moved here to Atlanta. It was what, 2010, 11? Yeah. We had a home, we have a homeboy who's from Kansas City. And we used to challenge him, oh, yo, Gotti a star, bro. He was like, bro, I've never even heard of yo Gotti's song outside of the, in, like in the club. He's like, y'all niggas are the first people that I heard <laughs> listening to yo Gotti. And this was what, oh, this was 2010. Yeah. But that yeah. goes to the point of how long, like you said, he's been grinding. He was grinding, had a name in Tennessee, the Southeast region, a long Max. time before he even hit with five-star chick or whatever it was that blew him up. But yeah. like you said, 
toe for toe. If we going on the timeline, it ain't too many niggas that can compare with your guy. That's what Which I'm is saying. What this song rap check is like the rap check is that song was hard too, though. Yeah, yeah. That song was hard, but that's what I'm saying. You, you can look at damn near anybody's career, bro. Niggas got a prison stint that stumbled up the bag. Niggas, bro, you can look at a lot of people's career, bro. It's it's really tough to find one that doesn't have a lot of smears and smudges on it, dude. And like, dude, shit is pretty clear outside of some baby mama shit that nobody outside of Memphis gave a shit about. Like, now I don't even really count shit like that, but. And I get it. It's not the cool thing to say with all due respect to Dolphin shit. I know they had the little rap beef or whatnot, but still, bro, that nigga, his this career is the biggest smudge on his career. Right I mean, yeah, now. exactly. That's true. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's unfortunate how that ended it. You know what I'm saying? Whether they got something to do with him, who the fuck knows? But that his, his rap career, bro, is, is respectable, especially the business. Remember, we, I know we done told this story a thousand times. We met him 05, 06. He was talking about 50 Cent and how 50 was moving business-wise. He was talking like that back then, dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a real admiration for 50. He had a huge, and he might have still had the Nike headband on. He might have still been wearing that, dude. And he was talking about, nigga, no. the business plays that 50 was making. He was, niggas was tripping off the beefs that 50 was doing. Gotti was sitting there telling us about how he was fucking with the business plays. And so that kind of yeah. let you know where he was at with it. And they had a checkbook that was this size, though. And that the big checkbook ledger, nigga. This size. It was just like, nigga said, oh, you came up here to get paid? Oh, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> they got the scroll checkbook, <laughs> dude. wrote the check with a big ass crayon. Nigga. With a feather pen, nigga. Like, yeah. dude. So, yeah, that was, like you said, that was 05, 06. Nigga, that shit crazy, man. But what? Go back to the album, though. What's the joints that stood out to you? Um, I'll start with that first album. The joints that stuck out to me, the collect call I like, give mm. them back. Let's know I'm on the wrong side. The wrong side. Wrong side. Um, thinking hours, like you said, banging. Palm Dang. trees, Memphis. Oh my banging. God. Just left the Hamptons. Uh rap check. Yeah. Free game. And yeah, that's it. The collect calls, I do, I do like that too. Yeah, and I like, I yeah, I like that. Those are the ones that I really like that stood out to me. Most of the ones, like I said, on side A, didn't miss. I was going straight through that side B. There were a couple that stood out. I didn't like. Well, we'll get to that in a second. But what stood out for you? What'd you like? Man, that whole this one, bro. Like I ain't gonna lie, that just left the Hamptons, bro. That palm trees in Memphis, that strapped in Calabasas, like all that shit go. And yeah. he talking that talk on there too, man. Like that, mm -hmm. like disc, disc one is more my bag in terms of how I like to listen to my rap <laughs> where I'm yeah. at. When niggas talking about big dog investments and nigga, uh, what do you say? I used to think a hundred bricks was, was ill yeah, until yeah. I seen a nigga seen drop a hundred mil on a crib. Mm -hmm. Like that, like talk like that. I like motivational shit like that. Like that for me personally. And I like the style production on that uh, project too. So that side, that whole thing to me was going, if I had to look at side B or whatever the fuck, this too, um, Rap Check was fire. Um, I like I like the song with 42 Doug and ESTG too. That that shit is hard. Like that's, this is like whip music, bro. This is for the car. You know what I'm saying? This is when you ride and you headed to wherever the hell you headed to and you try to get there quickly and you need some music to ride to. Like this- Motivation, <laughs> some speed racer music. There's some speed racer music, dude. Yeah. Like that's what that is. Like I fuck with it. And I like shoot off too, where he just going off with no with no hook. 
And even a song with Black Youngster, bro. Like, I fuck with that, too, even though Black, Black Youngster... Black Youngster verse not that bad. No, Black Youngster verse was some slaw because he bad. is some slaw. So, therefore, his verse is going to be some slaw. It but wasn't that bad. It's tolerable, though. But I will say this, though. I was riding with my gal, and I was like, and I was listening to the um, the first side with the thinking mm-hmm. hours and all that. And we got about two or three songs deep, and she was like, uh, like, can you play, like, the more, like, up-tempo guy? Like, where is that at? Right? Like, she likes that. So that goes to show you that that's how artists have to service who their fan base is. They can't just give you 10 thinking hours, bro, because somebody like her is going to be like, okay. Like, it's all mid-tempo bars. And she's like, okay, that's cool. But, nigga, where? I play a song with Black Youngster, and she turned up. So I'm like... My girl was like, I think I listened to the other one and she was like, is he mad? Why your guy so mad? That's funny. Her, hers is, she was like, what is he so mad about? He but was her mad. favorite part of Yo Gotti is the more introspective stones. Like mm-hmm. he had the one about his man, like her favorite Yo Gotti song is the one about his manager dying. And that's like, your heart. When he, he doing telling that story about his manager dying, like that's her favorite Yo Not Gotti on this song. album, it's on another album. Yeah, it's on another album. Yeah, so yeah. she's looking for that. So it's like completely opposite of what you said. That's ironic that you said that. But that's but but the point is, there's people who like different versions of the same no, artist, which is why Drake has to mix up the shit that he makes, which is why Gotti has to do two CDs with the, you know what I'm saying? He can't just give you yeah. one because there's gonna be a section of people that's gonna be like, "Where's the dollar for dollar?" or yeah, "Where's the?" You know what I'm saying? We're mine at. And where, they where, used where, to be on mixtapes. I think back in the day, like that's true. you would get hey, this is on the mixtape. You you looking for that, and then you would get an album like this is what that is. That's true. What what did you um at the end of the day though where where you got it on the scale? Um on a scale of one to five reels, I gave that Yo Gotti three and a half. Just too Bang long. Or that yeah. first one, uh if it had been it probably would have been four and a half, a whole nother reel more if it just been one album, but three and a half, I think, if I combine the two banging, what'd you have? I'm thoroughly impressed with this album, dude. And I don't want to jump out of jump off a cliff, but I think this is his best project since mm, what's the one with with the intro on it bro it's his best project since then what intro on that's what's up it's been a long time coming damn it's his really? it's his best album since because that album is banging that album um is that album is complete back to basics had to have something between that not, he ain't had nothing. I ain't saying it's been trash, but I'm just saying that's He's his best shit. That's, that's it. That's his pinnacle. That's his pinnacle. And this is on that. So I'm going to give this one four and a half. It's superb. And this will be on my top 10 at the end of the year. Mm, this this album is stupid. That's nuts. I'm fucking with it, bro. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I mean, I'm thoroughly impressed in this day and age when everybody's throwing out, they unloading a the hard drive and throwing out 35 songs yeah. and trying to get the streaming numbers he gave us 11 and 11 facts i'm here for that dude like it's straight the rap check where he talking about the his career and where it done can't he got themes on here and everything dude like i go bro like and we would be remiss not to mention the fruition of the contest of the person who true. made what was the dude name who made it on there uh you know? 10 10 percent i think 10 percent now you know he was assigned to to cmg as came out yeah, I mean the fix was in. We knew that. The though. fix was in. Yeah, the fix. Was but in. the dope part of it is he came out and announced. Yo Gotti came out and announced that all the artists that uploaded songs, he was going to release the rights for them to upload it and have that Yo Gotti feature, and that way they can get paid from it. Yep. Unprecedented, 
fire, yeah. dope idea. That's the shit that Yo Gotti does. It's going to make him even more of a legend in the game. Facts. What do you got to say about that? No, I, I thought it was genius, bro. And even if, because of course, like you said, the fix was in with the dude who actually made the album. But then he also, in addition to giving people the rights to the record, to or at least the license to use it and get paid off of it, he also highlighted about a handful of ones that he picked on Instagram. Like one guy was in school, he finna pay her tuition. And then mm-hmm. another dude, a couple of guys was in jail. He said, he gonna put money on their books, give me their information. It was another dude, he was like, holler at me. He was 17, he said, holler at me when you turn 18, I got something for you. Like he was he like he handpicked a couple of people and made they day or year or life. And so it's like, bro, like this is easy promo. You would think, and we talked about this when Nikki did this a lot a couple of years ago when she went on Twitter and started paying for people's tuitions that were right. hitting her up on Twitter. Like, use your million dollar budget that you would do for a billboard in Times Square that nobody gives a shit about anymore. Just do shit like this, dude. <laughs> like, Drake did that, right? With the guys playing. Drake did it with the guys playing. Exactly. Like, like you do yeah, that stuff is like way that. more impactful to do right now. Like you can use that to do when people gonna start talking about your shit. That is true. That's way more impactful, right? You now. see the update from the girl in the guys plan. She she got like her doctorate and got a whole bunch of shit. Like dude, like come on, bro. Like nigga, we need more of that. Facts. You know what what I mean? the, and and like you said, that, that has to come from artists who think about it, not just doing the normal shit and having people in those rooms and in those like when we said when I was alluding to the marketing and and what it could have been like. Don't get me wrong, great job, but putting people in position to put those plays together like that, those rooms of people thinking about it. But yeah, you're right. Agreed. And real quick, though, because I, I forgot a, a, a couple of joints that I didn't rock with. The, the song with Kodak Black, I thought was some mid. That one really didn't move me like that. And then, like you said, the one with Moneybag, yo, that that was just okay. It was it, it was, was a little too... bag, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it was just a little... It was a layup. It was just a little too typical, a little too easy, low-hanging fruit. But other than that, bro, like I fuck with the man. I'm not touching disc one. Like we letting that, I'm letting that ride. You ain't gotta worry about nothing. It's just those two that really didn't move me. But uh, other than that, I fuck with it. Uh, what we got, man? Some using wins, the streaming some forms? You said who? Is Moneybag Yo using the streaming forms? Man, I don't know, man. Nah, nah, he sold a lot of albums, man, and they calling him out the bullpen for that bullshit. That's true. Jeez, you know, for two this weekend. All right. So wins and losses, man, we're going to do the first one a different type of way. Maybe we'll switch to it. I'm going to ask you instead of assigning the win and loss. Okay. Win or a loss to Nikki said she will never let her son grow up to be a rapper. Is that a win or a loss, A.B.? That's probably a win because no one, the the, the, the siblings or the, the offspring are never really as dope as the parents. Please don't. So rap. we don't need little Nikki or whatever. Like We don't need that. With little Minaj, we don't need that. Like Good on my- that. My barber keeps trying to get me to listen to Puff Son. And he Why would you swears do that? that he's good. Man. Like the last two times. I he sound like Puff. Like, come on, exactly. Bro. Like he keep he played the same song. And they're like, bro, you told you played this last time. He's not good. I don't like it. Yeah, we cool. With somebody that. else. And it was funny because Derb came up. I was meeting Derb. Mm-hmm. And he tried, he was like, Derb, he asked Derb. He's like, What's the nigga named King Combs? King Combs, yeah. Like, do you fuck with King Combs? And Turb was like, no, nigga. Like, nobody fucks no. with King Combs, dude. Respectfully, no. That was hilarious, exactly. All right. Win or a loss to Kid Cudi. He's getting a game played in Joe Burrow, Cincinnati Bengals uh, jersey. They headed to the Super Bowl this weekend. 
That's a big W being from Ohio, being from Cleveland, Kid Cudi. You got to Kid Cudi don't know a goddamn thing about football. Though. Let's be very clear. But <laughs> can you picture Kid Cudi Jeez. trying to play football? You even know who Joe Burrow is? He might not even know who Joe Burrow is. But the fact that he got that dope ass piece of memorabilia, because listen, not many things in Cincinnati Bengals history has been worth holding on to. So even though Kid mm-hmm. Cudi has no clue who the Bengals are, who Joe Burrow is, or what sport they even play, it's dope to have this piece of memorabilia. I'm debating on if I want to say this or not, but I want to go ahead. He's going to make it a jersey dress. He's going to bring back jersey dresses, dude. <laughs> <laughs> My guy Sam going to hate that because Kid Cudi is his guy. I fuck with Kid Cudi, too, though. I'm looking forward to this new shit. Man. But that's All right, man. W or L, this one's easy, too. Bugazi the Don? Bugsy. He's facing Bugsy the Don. He's facing two years for the Capital Ride mixtape cover using that footage. This nigga's big L. That's a big L, right? Big L. L is in jail, nigga. Like, bro, two years behind that? If y'all, I'm sure y'all have seen this mixtape cover. But it's the dude sitting on front of the car with the riot shit in the background. The picture kind of hard though. Yeah, the picture is hard. But they told that him put he couldn't you... use it. Nah, Wait. that just that just put him at the scene of the crime because he he took pictures on the inside nah, too. Yeah. Ah, no face, no case, bro. What are you doing? Jesus Christ! Yeah. Two years behind it. On the inside. I ought to say that's Photoshop. Man, got me <laughs> fucked up, bro. It's Photoshop. I don't know what y'all talking about, man. My my graphic dude, cold dude. Really <laughs> got somebody plenty of work. Man, last bonus W before we get out of here on this big dual episode pause. Uh, bonus to Nipsey fans. Hey, here I am, yep. me included. Brand new marathon store is opening on Melrose. Don't you love that? Yeah, that's dope, man, because the, the old store is still a memorial. It's not open for business, technically. So they're moving, the, well, not moving, but they're making an additional store, putting it on Melrose where all the other shops is and stuff. So that's super dope that so. that legacy has not just been like, oh, well, as it relates to the marathon store. So make another monument, man. Make another uh, a must-visit place when you go to L.A. because that marathon store, was, you had to go to that. Yeah, like I said, I went there just to go to that course smoke some good california marijuana but for sure also to the marathon store and it was pretty dope told you it was the coldest setup to buy something i've ever seen as far as how they made me get the well not made but how i had yeah. to get the shirts but um that's gonna be dope i'm definitely gonna make it to the one on melrose you know another person that done the store thing right and i've seen that uh passing with the losses but currency jet life store looked pretty hard where's it that, that? I don't know. That's the thing about it. Like, I ain't that big of a currency fan, but he be, I follow him on IG. Like he be having this jet light store. Like it, it looked like similar, the same vein as a marathon store. He be in there pretty often and shit. He got all the jet life stuff you can get in there. So he, that, took his merch. he was one of the niggas that stepped their merch game up early and made it like a line and it hit shit hard too. Facts that jet life that jet life stuff is similar to the marathon stuff. Like mm-hmm. if you look at well, not in sort of far style, but like you said, making it a line. Yeah. Check out that uh, store. You definitely may want to check it. I don't know if it's in New Orleans or what though. I don't know where it's at. That's a good question. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck with that. Um, phone decker of the week. Before we get out of here, back to YouTube, man. Two things. Shout out to our latest subscriber, Ashley Love. Appreciate you subscribing. Hit that like button uh, when you watch this. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. And shout out to Joseph Williams commented, just curious, do y'all boys fuck with any new R&B? No. 
I don't. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I do. Um, what's the chick that said that got the the track or this project called Mother? You know what I'm talking about? No. You don't know what I'm talking about? Who the fuck is that? I found a hold on. Nigga, mother. Yeah. Nigga, I fuck with um. Cleo Soul. Oh, okay. I fuck with her. Does Weekend count? I don't think so. Damn. Like, sir? Man, fuck that. Weekend, nigga. I'm still running with it. That Weekend banging. A new R&B artist, nigga. I ain't even, I don't think I've heard that Weekend. Man, that weekend, you got weekend fucked up. And it's under R&B Soul on Apple Music, so I'm running with that. Oh, I'm fucking R&B with that weekend, Don pop. FM. That shit go hard. R&B pop. Pop. Yeah. Same it's difference. Weird. Appreciate the question, though, Joseph Williams. Good Absolutely. looking. So the answer is no, Joseph Williams. We do not. But if you have something to put us on, drop a comment in there. We'll there you go. That. Please let us know what we're missing out on. Now, I do fuck with, when I jump in the time machine, nigga, 97, 98, 99, there's some R&B in that lane oh, that I'm yeah, fucking yeah, with yeah, heavy. You get a good playlist together for me, Joseph. I'm definitely checking it out. Absolutely. What you got to be able to put on, bro? There's a brand new... I'm going to go back to TV. Okay. Uh, There's a brand new show on Apple TV. It's called Suspicion. It's one of the Brit-based shows. It's one of those whodunits. Started out fire. First two episodes have been good. I'm mad because all of them are not loaded up yet, though. They're only three episodes in flew through them three still no closer to the answer who done it and it's a good who done it so if you like those check out suspicion on apple tv cool that's where i come into play because i body these who done it's um i figured out the scream shit i figured out i'll be figuring shit out the remake that was like the other (laughs) that gave (laughs) you the answer that one is the one you figured out what you got to put us on um i'm going to youtube slash TV, um, The Real Murders of Atlanta mm. is a new series on Oxygen uh, for those true crime fans out there. The first episode is called Hip Hop Homicide. It is about the murder of Little Fat. If y'all remember him, he was an affiliate of Boosie's uh, several years ago, was young, 18, 19, man. But the story behind his murder, I didn't really fully understand. They broke it down to a science. It's got a lot of layers to it. It is very interesting, and it's on YouTube, so you ain't got to put it up on TV. It's called The Real Murders of Atlanta. All the episodes of the season won't be hip-hop related. That's the only thing that caught my eye with this. It's the only reason I watched it, but and I recommend no other, it because it is interesting. But no other famous people, right? I don't yeah, think the other ones are famous either. I just think they just true crime happen. stories that just happened in Atlanta, hmm. which there should be several of those to choose from. <laughs> First 48, just cut that off. <laughs> Nigga, jeez. It ain't no shortage of the bullshit. But that was a, that was a good one, though. If anybody's ever wondered, like, damn, what did happen with that story? It's, it's got layers to it. It's, it's, it's thick. Pause. Um, man, make sure you <laughs> do us a favor, man. Make sure y'all subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com slash on deck TV. Hit the like and subscribe. It helps out the algorithms and shit. So we'd appreciate that. And make sure you kept, uh, hit the link in the description, man. Copy your sweater out here. Stay warm yes. in these streets too, bro. Stay warm in these streets. Check out all the new content that fresher than your average. I saw a drop. Check out the brand new Spike Lou. I had my guy Money Green on there. We got to talk some fun talk about verses. Uh, check out everything that we're doing for Sport Press. We appreciate you guys joining us. And we out. Cheers.